What lessons did we learn from the biggest news stories of 2022? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Happy holidays, everybody! It's the holiday season. Gosh dang it. And listen, we're here for you. If you don't want to hang out with your family or friends or whatever you would be doing otherwise, and you want to spend time listening to our show, God bless you. I'm your host, (laughs) DJ Wooldridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy. Hi, DJ. And this is Only Stupid Answer, the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, and today holiday movies of course if you want to go over to patreon.com slash only stupid answers you can catch those like what we're into you can listen to the shows like this early and ad free you can watch it live um on uh itunes you can give us five stars please and thank you that would be a lovely holiday gift for both of us um and on spotify we ask questions every week so be sure to look if you're listening on spotify scroll on down or wherever it is on your app and uh, and answer one of those questions. Uh, Roxy, did you get one of those like Spotify? Here's all your, what you listen to and shit. It's called Spotify Wrapped. Thank and you. I didn't get it because I have Apple. Oh, that's fine. I We got it for, because this show is uh, broadcast through Spotify. So there was a Spotify Wrapped for the show. And apparently we're like one of the top 10% shows in this genre i don't know what that means i feel like our number let's should be- go dj i feel like i don't i don't you're kn- making millions of dollars <laughs> i'm making millions of cent um thank you uh but i should say this because it is the holidays i did, i wanted to be more festive i thought i had like a santa hat or something you guys can't see it but our lights are more festive than normal um uh Thank you all for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. We really appreciate it. Um, so before we get into just general holiday movie chatter, I thought this would be the best time for us to go over the news for the year. Because I feel like um, since you've been on the show, Roxy, uh, we've been talking about pop culture news more. And there's been a lot this year. A goddamn lot. Um, so some of the biggest stories, help me, if I'm missing something, remind me. Here's some of the biggest stories that I remembered us having. One of our main recurring characters in our new segment was, of course, Ezra Miller and all the shenanigans that they have gotten up to. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there hasn't been a single month that we haven't spoken about Ezra, right? Yes. I think that's uh, at least for... Since like what March, April, time is a blur. <laughs> I mean, which makes a lot of sense because Ezra Miller is somebody who's in two franchises that we talk about consistently. Yes, and Ezra Miller is facing twenty six years in prison. So that, <laughs> that they I will not see. By the way, they maybe they, they deserve. See. I'm not necessarily for our carceral system, but there is an argument to be made that they might deserve it. But they are too big of a celebrity for that to they happen. Know that they will not see. I'm just saying, like it, it's a, no wonder that we've been speaking about them a ton because yeah. they are not just one, but two major starring in two major franchises. Yeah, and uh, uh, had I think four arrests this year. God damn it. Because there's the two Hawaii, and then there's the Vermont, and then I don't know actually what happened with the grooming situation, if that led to any arrests, or if that was Damn. just letters of 
whatever. So, uh, yeah, Ezra. We'll also say a pattern in pop culture news, and I think news in general, because a lot of it is bleeding, the political and the pop culture and all that stuff is bleeding together. Uh, and I should, I think this is a good time to mention, we are pre-recording this, if you're not watching this live on Patreon. So circumstances may have changed on any of these things uh, that we're talking about. But I will say a I theme- I feel very confident that the circumstances around Ezra Miller will not Based changed. on this year, are you are, are you that confident? Well, not, not have changed for the better. <laughs> no, no. I think it's they, exactly like, but sense. if I heard like on Christmas, they had taken over the Christmas tree in Times Square and were yeah. like throwing out, like throwing candy canes at kids or whatever, I would be like, yeah, that tracks. Um, totally. But I think a theme of this year is kind of, for lack of a better word, mental health, because we are now as of this moment in what is a full on, I feel safe in saying, uh, full on Kanye meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. to the point where a lot of mixed emotions on that one, because obviously everything he's saying is abhorrent, uh, but also it's clear that he's not well. Um, similar to the Ezra thing, it's like everything you're doing is bad, but it's also you, you have a pro you have a problem, and there's nobody clearly around you that can be like stop. <laughs> Yeah, there, I don't know that there's much to be mixed on, though. Like, um, mixed. In, I guess Kanye's in, most recent statement was, "I like Hitler," so like, I'm not mixed. No, but 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 he also says that in a full on. I don't even know how to describe what he's wearing. Like, it's a, a black onesie going to the top of his head. Yeah, so. and so this is so this is. I feel safe in saying this is not a person at the peak of their mental health. Uh, and so it's one of those like what you're doing is unequivocally saying doing and this goes with Ezra as well is bad but, were but you also at, clearly need help uh, was he at the peak of his health when he said that slavery was a choice four years ago I mean I, I question I question if he was at the peak of his health when he said George Bush doesn't care about black people which I think is objectively true but he I think he might have been going through a manic episode then <laughs> yeah I just I I wonder like and I, I there I'm not correlating Kanye or Ezra with who I'm about to talk about because I think that there is no correlation but um like do are people were people concerned about Hitler's mental health? Where people like this is he at the peak of his health? Just the way we talk about people with so much hate in their heart today is weird. Are people right now being like, is Putin mentally stable? Like we know they're not. Um, I, I actually don't know that. I think I think actually part of the scary thing with people like Putin and Hitler is that they are mentally stable, <laughs> um, and they are making and they are they are consciously making this choice. Um, so uh, you think, that, and you think that Kanye is not consciously making this choice i think i i think he should be held accountable for what he is saying and doing i think whatever mental health issues he has does not justify this behavior or what he's saying um i but i do think it is also clear that the there is uh i don't i don't think he's at the top of his faculties and i do think people that like to push these agendas are taking advantage of that so do you think like Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, like, do you think those are people or um, Nick Fuentes, like, are these people who are mentally secure or at the top of their faculties? Uh, yeah, the impression I, I would get, and I obviously don't know any of these people and would not like to personally, um, 
is that these are people that know what they are doing, have decided that this white nationalist grift is a good way to make money, or they believe it, or but I think most of them are just doing it because it's a good way to make money, um, and have wanted a figure like Kanye West to help validate them. So they are taking advantage of the fact that he is kind of off the rails right now to try and help validate them. Like when you talk, look at the... Um, who was he talking to? Oh, I forgot his name fucking fox news tucker carlson that asshole uh the the footage the kanye so stuff jealous of you for a minute that you couldn't that i couldn't it was a beautiful it. moment and it was frustrated that i had to work through it i was like i wish i could just stop here um uh the stuff that they cut out it's like they know what they're doing and i don't know uh, I don't know that if you got Kanye back on his meds, for lack of a better, whatever the equivalent of that is, that he would agree with what he's doing. However, and I'm not a fucking Kanye expert. I don't even listen to his music. Um, if you look at his track record, he has always been contrarian. And I do think there is an overlap in our culture between... I, I I think one of the things that I find unsettling about our current cultural moment is I think a lot of people started doing Nazi shit online because it was edgelordy and contrarian and then started believing it, which is fucking crazy to me. Um, and, and I think that's the track we've seen Kanye on, which simultaneously makes it much sillier and scarier because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it, it plays into the part of our culture that doesn't, you can espouse horrendous things just to be edgy. Fuck off. Like what the fuck? You know what I mean? So I think there is that aspect of what we've seen of him throughout his history. But I do definitely think similar to Ezra, we're seeing somebody go through a mental health crisis that is, um, that's making them do these things. And I'm, again, I'm not saying that they should be, well, their mental health crisis. Don't hold them accountable. That's not what I'm saying at all. I no, they no, should I be held, held, held accountable. I just don't it know. just makes it a more, I, I, th I think it makes it trickier to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I just don't know that we do know that, that, that Ezra and Kanye are in one box, mm -hmm. even if it's a slightly different box, but it's one type of box. Yeah. And Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones are in a different box. Yeah. I, like maybe they're in the same box. Yeah. And it could or be not. either one of those boxes or can, and it's, I, yeah. I, yeah. And, and I think that's one of those, like what well, you, that's why they need, it, this goes to a, a larger cultural need for accountability of celebrities and people in power just in general. Um, uh, I don't know, but I, it is, I'm sure there's other examples, but it just feels like that's been the crossroads of like abhorrent behavior and mental health issues and how we talk about both and how one feeds in the other. And I think it's one of those things that don't, uh, are, um, don't lend themselves to like Twitter conversations, uh, because online conversations like quick, easy answers. And it's like, well, that's not, that's just not how the world works. You know what I mean? This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But certainly we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about, I think, the theme of this politics this year because there is no more separation between entertainment and politics. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, like as we as we talk about the Kanye scenario, we're listen scenario. Yeah. We're talking about him in the same sentence that we're talking about like, political figures, mm-hmm. which is so strange. Um, so it's just strange well, that this entertainment show that that you and I do. <laughs> is so political sometimes and it's like that's weird and that's the crazy because there's a lot when people get frustrated like oh i wish you weren't so political to anything for one fuck like fuck off we can talk about what we want to talk about and uh, but but also it's not like we want to like i don't want to fucking talk about elon musk and donald trump and all that shit i don't fucking want to but guess what mother Elon Musk fucking box twitter Twitter how we do our job so like (laughs) right so it's just there is no as i'm looking at the things that we're talking about this year like that were the biggest news stories of the year i'm like half of these are it, you just see them on paper. It's like, how is that an entertainment news story? And mm-hmm. then you're like, because it is. Yeah, because we can't help it. Um, yeah. And that's one, the Twitter one, that's one that's obviously ongoing. Who knows if that site's even around by the time this episode goes live. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but Twitter is, it. it's so weird that Twitter is pre-production, production, and post-production for us. Yeah. Like, Twitter is how we get our news stories, mm-hmm. our entertainment news stories. Yeah. Twitter is then what we post to promote what the show that we are live doing. Yep. And then Twitter is how we interact with people after the fact to know how they felt about certain things. Like Twitter is all stages of production. So yep. of course we're talking about it. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's jump around a little bit. I, w- I think this is a good one to mention just because of as we're recording this, Will Smith is on what I'm going to say is his comeback tour. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of bummed that he has to work so hard. I feel like, I feel like other actors, he he just slapped the dude. I think other people, we've just talked about a few people that have done worse things. Uh, and I am frustrated that Will Smith needs to like redeem himself to the entertainment community. It's like, I, I'm ready to forgive the guy. Let's move on. I don't think, uh, you know, interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm definitely going to see this movie. Um, Emancipation? Sure. What's it called? That's, I think you're right. I think it's Emancipation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to see this movie. I It was interesting to go back to Boston mm-hmm. and hear people talk about this. Yeah. Um, people are just such diehard Chris Rock fans there. Oh, why, why? Is he from Boston? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't know. <laughs> people just love him. Boston's a big place for stand-up. Um, and they just like are obsessed with Chris Rock. I think he's taped a special there, and he like okay. I don't know. They just love Chris Rock. Uh, it's where he did a show the day after the slap. Mm-hmm. Um, people love him. Yeah, and I think until Chris Rock forgives Will Smith or says something like I've spoken to him or whatever, I think that a lot of people are just not ready. 
um, which is interesting. Yeah. And I do feel like if Chris Rock was like, it's fine. Yeah. Then it would be fine. But he isn't saying that, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think for me, because also on this list, we have like, I, I think looking at the list, there's like what I would characterize as not fun stories, the Ezra Millers and the Kanye West and all that stuff, and the fun stories, which I would say the reason the Olivia Wilde stuff got so much traction is it's fun to talk about. Same, same with, I would say, the Will Smith slap incident. Like they're not, they're not the same thing. You know what I mean? That we're not, we're, on one hand, we're talking like crimes or like crimes against humanity or whatever. Well, it is a crime. It was, a, he, he hit him. Listen, I, I I was talking to to a friend of the show, Lon, on Twitter. If go back to like the seventies or eighties, if Jack Nicholson had slapped Chevy Chase for a joke, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered the next day. <laughs> for a joke, but oh, you mean like because he told a joke? Yeah, because he told a joke. Like I don't know that that's true. I don't think I don't think we don't care. Have social. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I'm not like really in one camp or the other i'm yeah. not like fuck this i'll never or like yeah i love him and it's all fine i'm just gonna watch the movie see how i feel yeah hopefully nah, i won't be distracting i, I hear he's great in it that wouldn't surprise me and uh i think the oscars would benefit from somebody getting slapped every uh every show is my thought um so yeah not fun stories the debt free herd thing we don't need to relitigate that um uh fun oh my god yeah we don't need to get back into that uh, fuck Johnny Depp. Fuck that Rihanna had him in a show. Whatever. Uh, uh, David that Zaz. so weird. Rihanna, of all people. Rihanna, you should know. Chris Brown, what are you doing? <laughs> um, Chris Brown winning awards this year yeah. and being stood up for by Kelly and like all different people. Sierra, yeah. like riding for Chris Brown. I'm just like, oh, what is happening? Like, Rihanna, well, you went through the Chris Brown thing. How do you not... How? How do you not see whatever? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just said we don't need to get into it. Uh, just fuck Johnny Depp. Just for one more for the road. Fuck Johnny Depp. Um, and then, uh, of course, we got David Zaslav killing Batgirl. Do you think we'll see Bat? We have to see the movie's basically done, right? We have to see it at some point, right? No, really. I mean, like from what people are saying is that it was bad. Um. So were Which both versions I, of Justice League, and we saw both of them. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that. But uh, you think that the Snyder Cut of Justice League was bad? I think the Snyder Cut is worse than the Joss Whedon Cut. I think the Snyder Cut is awful. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. I didn't know that about yeah, you. I think it's awful. I think it's... I don't feel that way. I think it's, I think it's even more confusing and a lot longer. <laughs> it is longer. It is a lot longer. David Zasloff has been... I feel like not just the Batman Batgirl story, but like all the decisions that are coming. And Zaslav has been a name that we've just been talking and talking and talking about. Yeah. Like what, what direction are we going in? Um, and then, yeah, obviously James Gunn and Peter Safran being the follow up to the names that we talk a lot about when it comes to DC this year. Yeah. Do you think that the James Gunn, Peter Safran thing will fix the problem? No, okay. because, uh, well, I don't know what, problem you're referring to the, Z the zazla problem <laughs> as far as like know. will they be like a, a wall between him and the other batgirls of the world <laughs> um maybe maybe but zazla still the boss yeah so maybe not maybe not 
Maybe not. Uh, we did have one question from the Discord that kind of related to news, not necessarily specifically this year. Um, uh, and I wanted to hear your thoughts on this. Clementine asks, what was it that turned public opinion against Chris Pratt? Did he say something? Was he accused of something? Genuinely asking because somehow it missed whatever the turning point was and never really understood what he was doing worse than every other Hollywood guy. Uh, thanks for your, all you guys do and happy holidays. Yeah, I, I think I can um, yield this one. Yes. Is that the right word? Wield? Wield? Answer? Answer. Uh, yeah. I think that it started with the um, finding out where Chris Pratt's in-laws go to church, mm -hmm. um, specifically the Schwarzeneggers. Um, I think uh, Christina's the name of his wife, right? I believe so. And um, hearing that that church is very has very um, anti queer stances mm -hmm. uh, on uh, queer rights and is very not progressive in the queer community, he has claimed he didn't go to that church, but he also has not clarified what his view on the LGBTQIA community is, and uh, people find him to be or people have have pegged him as extremely conservative. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's uh, whether it's true or not, he has not clarified. Yeah. And that is where people I think started to go south on him. Additionally, people went really south on him when he posted on Instagram uh being grateful for his current wife saying that she gave him a healthy kid and people took that as a negative towards his child with Anna Ferris, who apparently is not um, fully healthy. Mm -hmm. So people took that as a, di a dig and people really like um, Anna Ferris. Understandably, she's great. I think with the divorce too, people felt like uh, the timing in which he left that their marriage didn't work, people were suspicious about or upset about. So I think... Those are some of the ways that pub the public started to turn on Chris. And it definitely all started with the who's Hollywood's best Chris and him being like unanimous, unanimously named the worst Chris. That's like how this all kind of came to be. Yeah. I, I might be missing some stories, but those are the, some of the big ones. No, I feel like I feel like you're hitting the nail on the head. I would also suggest that it doesn't help that Hollywood very wants very much wants him to be a certain type of leading man that I don't think he is. So he keeps being put in roles that don't lend themselves to his, his abilities, which I don't think helps with his public likability. Uh, is is I I don't think it's helping. If he was in stuff that he's like, ah, he's great in this and he's great in that, we'd, we'd maybe be a little bit more forgiving of the other stuff. Um, and who knows, like you pointed out, who knows how much of that is fair. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I do, I would say on my list of Chris's, he wouldn't be very high up. Roxy, who's your first Chris? Who's the top Chris in your opinion? I go back and forth, honestly, sometimes, but I think I would say Chris Evans. Chris Evans is a solid choice. Mine's Chris Pine. I go with Chris Pine as a... I've, I've, Chris Pine has been my number one many times before. Yeah. Um, but Chris Evans is a Boston boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fair, 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 fair. Which I like and appreciate. But I, Chris Pine and Chris Evans really go tit for tat. I love Hemsworth as well. Yeah, it's nothing. And see, that's the thing. Everybody getting mad about worse Chris. It's like, well, it, you're still in rarefied air, my dude. I mean, like, oh, you're less right. than Chris Hemsworth. Calm down. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also think going to what you said and like 
I don't know how to say this tactfully, so hopefully people will just give me grace. But yeah. um, Chris Pratt was in Parks and Rec. I thought he was great. And then in the first Guardians, I thought he was great. Um, he has had a lot of work done that mm. that I think has created a a, a problem with his acting. Mm. Uh, this happens sometimes in Hollywood where yeah. like I actually think I can't understand what he's trying to get across sometimes yeah. because of some of the work that he's had done and I'm not, not speaking about anything aesthetically, just yeah. talking about like as an actor, I feel like he's sometimes unable to do his job now. Yeah. And I, I wonder if that, how much that aligns with this idea that Chris Pratt is an action guy. And it's like, well, no, the reason James Gunn cast him in guardians is because he's a comedy guy and that's why we like him. Right. Uh, and so I get that he got in shape for that movie but so did Rob McAllany for That's Always Sunny. And he understands he's a comedy guy. <laughs> like, he gets the bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I, I, I don't know that the, uh, again, I'm on the record, don't really love the Guardians movies. Don't like the Jurassic World movies. I don't know that the judgment against Chris Pratt the, 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 has been entirely earned. I will say, you know, with a lot of these things where there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he's an asshole. Maybe all celebrities are asshole. I don't fucking I'm know. I'm with you, DJ. I did not think that people's response to his post about his wife, happy birthday, thank you for giving me a healthy child. Yeah. I didn't think that was a dig at his ex-wife at all. I thought it was a beautiful post to his um, wife. He he did say some weird things in there about like the kitchen and things that I was like, I wouldn't want to be in that marriage. Yeah. But I thought that there's nothing wrong with the post. And additionally, he has not done or said anything homophobic. Yeah. And until he does that i don't know that we can just assume as a society what his beliefs are but if i were him yeah um you know in the same way that like if somebody asks me do you denounce white supremacy yeah i don't care what situation i'm in i'm i'm gonna answer the question every mm -hmm. time even yeah. if i didn't do anything to deserve the question it's an easy question to answer yeah. so you answer it I don't know why he is being so cagey yeah. about not answering when doesn't society help. is like, yeah. it, it doesn't help. So it might be like a Kevin Hart situation when he wouldn't apologize for his previous jokes where he like was just being stubborn about it and yeah. was like, I shouldn't have to apologize for something I don't feel. Um, or it might be that this we've hit the nail on the head as a society about yeah. him and he is does not believe in queer rights. So might, like, you know, we might be, we might be a few months away from a Gina Carano situation. Like, you don't know, you right. don't know, you don't know. You don't know. I just think as a celebrity, like it, I, I know that they get annoyed when the people, they feel like they're being pegged to something that they aren't, but, yeah. and that's annoying for any of us, not celebrity or non-celebrity. Yeah. But if you're going to ask, like if, if a rumor circulates about me, I'm just, you, anybody in society, I feel like the move is just to fucking take it head on mm -hmm. for whatever reason it got there. Like, it would do, I think, a world of good for Chris Pratt if he came out and said, I believe in gay rights. Yeah. I have, like, uh, the church that you guys have said I went to, I absolutely do not go to. I denounce their views. I don't believe what they believe. Yeah. And I think that all gay people should have the same rights as all non-gay people. Mm -hmm. I think that that would actually go really far. But he's not doing that. I know. Uh, but I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Uh, let's go on a quick ad break. And then we're going to come back and talk about holiday movies. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. Roxy, do you have a favorite holiday movie? So many that I I do like. As you guys know at home, I am um, Jewish. (gasps) So there's, I know, shocking. (laughs) Shocking. What a twist. (laughs) There's not, like, we have literally two Hanukkah movies. Which are? Uh, There is The Night Before um, okay. And eight crazy nights. Is the night before the Seth Rogen? Yeah, and it's also it's like it's also a Christmas movie. Yeah, so, it's also a Christmas movie. I do um, like that movie though. Oh uh, yeah. There's like a B movie called Hebrew Hammer. Oh yeah. Uh, so I mean, we ha- and then like there's uh, Rugrats Hanukkah mm-hmm. movie. Um, uh, I guess uh, very influential young DJ. You hugely influential to this day. It is the number when I say to people who are like, "Oh, I don't know, you, I don't know any Jews. You're the first Jew I've ever met, or whatever." Mm-hmm. They will say to me like, "I learned about Hanukkah from the Rugrats." Same, or same thing with Passover, and I'm like, "That's dope." Yeah, like I don't even think when when Rugrats were doing that, they realized that they were affecting an entire generation's mm-hmm. understanding of what a Jew is. Which, like, by the way, is why we talk about inclusion in these things for those playing at home. <laughs> completely i like i think that um was a proud family that did an episode of kwanzaa mm-hmm. a, or something that Sounds like right. i was like oh like it actually matters mm-hmm. i didn't know what this holiday was as a kid yeah. you know like th- these things actually make a difference um so there's not many there's not many hanukkah movies that i can name uh so my favorite I'll, we'll call them holiday movies but they're let's call it what it is it's a christmas movie yeah i love love actually that okay. would be my favorite in current times are you a love actually person i don't think i've seen it oh my god dj i don't my catalog of like romance or romantic comedies is, is pretty thin actually wait but not love actually no that's that's kind of shocking to me yeah. i think that as a lover of love and shipper of ships <laughs> Uh, I can't recommend it enough. There are some moments that you're like, wait, that's not how love works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like as a man who's in like a beautiful, healthy, happy marriage, you you might judge some of the things that we're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah. And like, wait a second. I, I get that the movie wants us to be on this team. I'm not on But this I'm not team. feeling that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's it's just such, it's the best modern christmas movie okay. uh there's so many beautiful storylines in it and I, I definitely think it's worth people's time um it's so good it's so good i think you should watch it and then every year i watch um every year i watch wizard of oz which is a very strange thing to say as a holiday movie mm-hmm. except if I think you watch it around the holidays then that's yeah, your that's I watch it at the holidays every year, but I think also just kind of the lessons of, you know, like gifts giving what you want for the holidays or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the premise of the movie. Like if I only had a brain, if I only had a heart, if I only had a I love whatever. That. I love that read on it. 
and then my favorite classic is It's a Wonderful Life. Which oh, I think yeah. is just so beautiful and holds up and poignant. And when every, every time I watch it, I'm just like, this is it's a movie like it's yeah. cinema you know? so <laughs> yeah 100 three that i really like stand out to me for the holiday seasons i usually don't go a holiday season without watching all of those so for me obviously i love christmas i fucking love christmas so chris i you know for me uh muppets christmas carol i love the santa claus um, I think those are like the two main ones that like once a year I'll bust those out. But I think my, honestly, my it, and this might be weird for people, but honestly, I think my favorite Christmas movie is The Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, That's amazing. Love it. Have a lot of affection for it. So fucking happy that they finally have an HD remaster that includes when the love is gone because it's important to the theme of the movie. And apparently it wasn't in the theatrical version, but it was in the home release. But if you, I, Monica had never seen it and I was playing it for her and that song, uh, was gone i was like i had to go find out on youtube because it's like the, the movie doesn't work without why was it gone because in it so it's it's the christmas carol so it's the story of scrooge and so the song is michael kane as scrooge I actually think it's the younger actor that's portraying him um it's when this the girl that he wants to be with it's in the past she leaves him and it's her song of her leaving him um and i think the studio cut it because there's no muppets in it there's no jokes in it get rid of it but it's so thematically it's what makes Scrooge work as a character? What's it's what's give, gives him an arc to the point that the theme of that song plays again at the end as like a closing. Hey, we've closed this loop, and so if you take that out, it's like it doesn't work. It doesn't. Um, and it was so. I guess I watched it. I remember seeing it in theaters, but I guess I mostly watched it at home because I remembered the song. Anyway, the footage had, was thought to be lost. They found it. They've restored it. It's on Disney Plus. That's great. Uh, so happy for that. I need it on Blu-ray in case y'all ever lose it again, because I'm going to, I love the movie and I want to be able to play it every year and not worry about whether Disney plus has it or not. Question I want to ask you is, you know, my parents like watch all these Hallmark Christmas movies. There's obviously holiday movies are big business. What can we do? Cause you just mentioned, uh, there's two Hanukkah movies. And as we've talked about before, it doesn't, for like Jewish holidays, it doesn't necessarily need to be Hanukkah movie. There's other things you could do. But like, I wonder, is it as simple as, like we talked about with Rugrats or whatever, just be more inclusive with our holiday movie selection? Or are there other things we could do to like improve the holiday movie genre? I think that like the superhero genre there's just so many sub genres that we haven't really tapped on much yeah like yes of course we have die hard when we're talking about action um and there's some horror movies that have mm. halloween and i'm um, sorry have christmas aspects to it as i was saying that i was thinking about nightmare before christmas which yeah. again which bridges the two holidays <laughs> not sure yeah. yeah people like will die on either side of that hill it's Weird. wild I was just watch it both times yeah it, <laughs> It's such a great movie that like it just doesn't really matter. You could watch it either season. You could watch seasons. it any time of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's the greatest. Um, yes, I think there's a lot we could do in the holiday season to be more inclusive. Uh, I the two Hanukkah movies I named. Mm -hmm. This is no shade on them, and Eight Crazy Nights fun to watch. You know, it's fun. N none of those are like math masterpieces you know yeah. it's not like i'm not naming two movies and you're like oh my god but those are the best of the holiday movies mm -hmm. so we need some good quality hanukkah movies um ag again also in the time period of christmas the day after is kwanzaa yeah 
I would go see a Kwanzaa movie in a heartbeat. I think a lot of people just still don't even know how Kwanzaa is celebrated. Mm -hmm. So with that, and then also with genre, like I'm talking about in all of that, a comedy, a drama, a romance, a, a friendship one. You know, we yeah. focus a lot on romance and I am a lover of love, ship or ships, but as somebody who has spent the last several Christmas, last year I had COVID for Christmas and was mm -hmm. home by myself. Um, I've been single for a long time. So I'm everybody's least favorite holiday movie, COVID for Christmas. COVID for Christmas. Yeah. Why they haven't made that yet is beyond me. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, it, it would be very cheap to make. It's coming. To it, would be, it would be. Like we talk about a bottle movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think that we could just do better for the single people. Mm hmm. Uh, also and not have the holidays only matter if you're in love and i would also say like pro single not like they're single but then by they love and they find love yeah. no just that it's okay that you're single that's fine that you can end single in this movie and then maybe down the road you'll figure it out but for this movie you don't need to find it <laughs> yeah yeah so all of that there's so much more stuff we could be doing with the holiday genre and it's one of the most marketable genres uh, I think you know this DJ, but I wrote a Hanukkah movie that I like cannot wait to make and I'm going mm -hmm. to make it. Um, and I think that there's a lot of room for like the my big fat Greek weddings of yeah. Jews um, and Hanukkah is a nice window into doing things like that. But yeah, it's not the only holiday that we're missing out on. Do you think it would benefit to like fit within the pre-established like Christmas formula, but just not Christmas or should it like do something almost entirely different? I think both because there should be more than one. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think there's merit to both for sure. Like I would love if we were having this conversation and say, um, miracle on 34th street was a Hanukkah movie. Yeah. Like it'd be amazing if there was like a classic, like goes in the formula that this is like when people talk about holiday movies it's on everybody's top list because yeah. it's amazing but it'd also be cool to do it different because it's not one night it's eight mm -hmm. it's different it isn't our christmas yes. hanukkah is not our christmas yeah. um a lot of people say ask that like oh so it's like a jewish christmas and it's like not at all mm -hmm. so uh, I think one of the burdens of Hanukkah movies, and I had to face this when writing my script, which was a note that I got back from so many people. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, if you are doing a Hanukkah movie, you actually have to explain what Hanukkah is. Mm. You can't just do a Hanukkah movie and have because people don't know what it is. As opposed uh, to like a Christmas movie where it almost benefits you to not get in the nitty gritty of what Christmas is supposed to be. Like just and, avoid and that altogether. Don't. You know, <laughs> yeah. most of the movies don't, usually you're not watching a movie and you're talking, many movies don't mention Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's a Christmas time. I, I'm movie, sorry. So. We need this movie to play well in China. So you need to get rid of the Jesus stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, it just, the Hanukkah movies right now for the next five Hanukkah movies that are made, which probably will take a hundred years. <laughs> They all are going to have to deal with what is Hanukkah, who yeah. celebrates it. Like, here's here's my pitch for anybody out there listening. You do Love Actually is not technically an anthology, but you're following a bunch of people, right? A bunch yeah. of different stories. Okay, that. But all the people are like non-white Anglo-Saxon. It's all the people that don't celebrate Christmas. Like you're following like five or six stories and it's uh, Jewish people, it's Asian Americans, it's Muslim so people fun. and all of them, the entire movie, they're shitting on Christmas and maybe the one through line in the background while they're living their lives, a traditional Christmas movie 
couple is doing shit in the background and they're all like ripping on it. Every time they see it, they fucking rip on it. A hundred percent. DJ, there's this, um, my nail, the girl who does my nails, by the way, shout out. She just did them. Boom. And they're super spirited. For people watching amazing. the video. Um, she is Vietnamese and she was telling me about this holiday that I've never heard of. She's going uh, to Vietnam for the holidays. And on the 27th of December is like essentially Vietnamese day of the dead mm-hmm. where they celebrate all of the people that have, uh, they've lost that year. And it's like this beautiful holiday. She was describing to me yeah. where the fuck's that holiday movie? Yeah. Because I'm like, Coco annihilated. Yeah. You know, like I, and I think because a lot of people didn't know, don't know about the traditions of Day of the Dead. Yeah. There's a whole, you're telling me there's a whole ass holiday on the 27th of December. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's the, and that's the, it'd be, it'd be, I don't know the percentages, but I would rather would imagine a large percentage of the world does not celebrate Christmas, Uh, and they would be interesting. However, nine in ten adult Americans do. Wow. Listen, they got they got to sell us stuff. They, they got to sell us the things, um, which is also weird. Not to get off, and say, but like if you're like a like Christian, Christian, Easter should be the bigger holiday because that's yeah, the yeah. that's the big thing. But it's not. Why is that? Because Christmas is where they sell us the stuff. Present. That's why. Um, anyway, uh, neither here nor there. Let's. I and I think the cool thing is when is watching stuff like uh Rami um and and other like um um what was the Kumail movie uh with him that was written by him and his wife Big Sick Yeah you know li- getting windows into other people's stories one is good for people that live those lives and can see themselves in movies but it's also good for people like me who's pretty basic uh to be able to uh see different aspects of the culture the uh, country i live in and the cultures around me um and uh, they make good movies so let's do better on that for this holiday season let's <laughs> we've this this holiday season let's as a as a nation make better holiday movies uh, real quick before we go in the Discord, Mike Joyce uh, did a little uh, cinema flexing and said his best holiday movie is The Apartment, uh, and he also liked uh, Catherine Hepburn's The Lion in Winter. I see what you're doing, Mike Joyce. You've seen movies. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Do you like Elf, DJ? I do like Elf. I do it's like cute. Elf. Um, that's a late comer for me. I also fuck because I'm a fucking sap when I'm like putting up Christmas trees and shit. I turn on the Charlie Brown Christmas. So soundtrack just because it's like i don't when i'm trying to do something else i don't like a lot of music with words i'm easily distracted uh so it just puts me in the vibe i like the christmas vibe i'm sorry um uh, um and uh uh in the in the chat i asked you all what your favorite oh my god there's so many what your uh favorite holiday movies are kayla marie says the santa claus um not hearing great things about the show by the way uh leonard kim says elf uh mike joy says the harry potter movies he asked if they're holiday movies because they i guess they always have a uh uh christmasy scene in there not one wizard i guess not celebrating christmas in that world hmm jk rowling hmm maybe we should have seen some of this stuff coming sooner not even gonna get into the uh goblin situation just saying maybe in hindsight we should have seen some of this coming sooner roxy before we go, speaking of the holidays, that means New Year's around the corner. Uh, and you guys, you got a calendar for people. We do. Theworldgirls.com. If you get it now, it will be here in time for the new year for you. So please go support 
We, I went home for Thanksgiving and did not get to spend as much time with my family as I would like because I spent a thousand hours on this calendar, <laughs> every inch of it. Like what you don't realize is when you're making the calendar, you have to write all of the dates on the calendar. <laughs> like you have to make all of the grids. You have to fill in what is happening in that date. Uh, th things like that, that takes so much time. And on top of that, the shoot that we did this year was just bigger, better, better than ever. So please, oh, please, theworldgirls.com, please make it worth our time. Please go check that out. There will be a link in the description. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can follow this show everywhere that matters um, at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter and Hive. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Thank you all for joining us. I hope whatever holiday you're celebrating, you have a wonderful season. I uh, hope you're able to take a break, take a breather, spend some time with your family or loved ones, and we will see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.